0: Chapel Hill Has a Skyline The Superchunk Story Welcome to Chapel Hill Has a Skyline. My name is Justin Hensley, and I am a lifelong resident of North Carolina. One of the most enduring artists to come from my home state is the band Super Chunk. The first time I ever heard this band was in 2010, riding in the car with my buddy on the way to a show. Since that time, they've become one of my all-time favorite artists. Superchunk's brand of high-energy and melodic indie rock made their hometown of Chapel Hill the East Coast mecca of independent music in the 90s. One of the three corners of the research triangle, Chapel Hill is located not far from the state capital, Raleigh. Superchunk formed in 1989 by Mac McCann on guitar and vocals, Laura Balance on bass and backing vocals, Chuck Garrison on drums, and Jack McCook on guitar. Originally going by the name Chunk, they released their first seven-inch single, What Do I? I I I I I I I I The single is pretty rough-sounding, but the foundation of what the band will go on to do is there. A second single followed later in 89 on Merge Records, a label started by Mac and Laura of the band, They added the name Super to avoid confusion with another band that went by the name Chunk. And then in 1990, Super Chunk released their first full-length album. The self-titled record was put out on Matador Records and received critical acclaim. Let's listen to the first track on the album, Sick to Move. self-titled Jack McCook, decided to leave the band. He cited road fatigue and his career as the reason why he chose to leave. Replacing McCook in the band was Jim Wilbur, a Connecticut school teacher who was informed by a student of the vacancy in Superchunk. Wilbur moved to Chapel Hill to fill in for three months and never left. He still plays guitar in the band today. Thanks to Nirvana and the alternative rock explosion, Superchunk were offered major label deals, but they chose to turn those down and stick with Matador for their second record, No Pocky for Kitty. Recorded by legendary cantankerous engineer Steve Albini, this record shows the band figuring out who they really are. The band put a much stronger emphasis on catchy hooks. Many songs from this record would become staples of their live show, including our next track, Punch Me Harder. Once before No Pocky for Kitty was actually released, drummer Chuck Garrison left the band to be replaced by window cleaner and comedy radio host John Worster, and the band embarked on their first tour of Europe. Sticking with Matador Records, the band released their third album, On The Mouth. Produced by John Reese of Drive Like Jehu and Rocket From The Crypt, On The Mouth is one of the finest collections of songs the band has ever written. As a fan, this is my favorite record the band has released. This album shows the band pushing even further into melodicism, cutting down on some of the abrasive elements of their first two albums. This record would be the skeleton that some of their future albums would sound like. Let's take a look at one of the standout tracks, Four Tension. Mouth would be the band's final album with Matador, after the label entered a distribution deal with Atlantic Records. For their next album, the band decided to release it on their own label, Merge. Foolish would be released April 1994 and would showcase a completely different side of the band. Recorded after the breakup of Laura Balance and Mac McCann, this record is much slower. Many of these songs are from Mac's heartbroken point of view. But in an interview with Laura Balance, she said, touring for Foolish was so hard. Listening to those words every night and feeling so mute. I didn't get to say anything, and here he was saying everything. I would be up there jumping up and down with tears streaming down my face. For the next track, let's listen to Driveway to Driveway, which I consider one of the greatest breakup songs ever written. (laughs) In 1995, the band released what many consider the quintessential Superchunk album. Here's where the strings come in. Returning to the high energy of On The Mouth, this album saw the band experience their biggest success to date. They performed at that summer's Lollapalooza tour and followed it with a worldwide tour in support of the album. Songs from this record were featured in multiple films and the lead single Hyper Enough received regular play on MTV's 120 Minutes. Let's take a listen to that track. of Australia, the band began working on their sixth album, Indoor Living, a more mature record with complex songwriting that hadn't been seen from the band before. The album garnered critical praise. Continuing to expand their sound, the band released Come Pick Me Up in
1: 1999.
0: Then, in September 2001, the band released Here's to Shutting Up, the softest record in their discography. And then, they just sort of went away. They continued to play shows, release singles, live records, and compilations of older material. They just quietly existed in the background. That is, until 2010. The band returned with Majesty Shredding, their first studio album in nine years. Talk about a comeback. Not only did they return with new music, but as arguably one of the best albums of their entire career. The energy and power of albums like On The Mouth, Here's Where The Strings Come In, and No Pocky For Kitty We're back. By the time the band gets to the chorus of opening track Digging For Something, you realize the band hasn't lost a step. Crossed Wires, Rosemary, My Gap Feels Weird, all of these songs belong in the upper pantheon of Super Chunk songs. This record was my introduction to the band, and after hearing it, I had to hear more. If you asked me to choose one album to give someone who had never heard the band before, I would give them Majesty Shredding. Let's hear my favorite track on the album, Learn to Surf. The band hasn't slowed down. In 2013, the band released I Hate Music, a record devoted to their friend David Dornberg, a filmmaker and artist who passed away from cancer in 2012. Just prior to the album being released, Laura announced that she would not be partaking in live performances to support the album due to her worsening, painful hearing disorder. In her place, the band enlisted Jason Narducci, who played in Verboten, a band that Dave Grohl has cited as his inspiration for playing music. Jason has also played in former Husker du frontman Bob Mold's solo project since 2005. In 2018, the band released What a Time to Be Alive, an aggressive record that was a response to the political and social landscape post-2016. As of this recording, Superchunk are about to release their 12th studio album, Wild Loneliness. The early singles from the album are showing a possible return to their softer side, featuring guest vocals by teenage fan clubs Raymond McGinley and Norman Blake, R.E.M.'s Mike Mills, Sharon Van Etten, and Camera Obscura's Tracy Ann Campbell. After 30-plus years of releasing records, Superchunk have never missed a step and continue to put out incredible music. So thank you for enduring this love letter to one of my favorite bands. They have brought me so much joy in my life, and I wanted to celebrate that feeling. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the track we are riding out on. It is This Night from their forthcoming album. And I have been your host, Justin Hensley.